0: Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor.
1: Hey, all you fans of the Dharmic Evolution Podcast, thank you for being here once again. And for those of you who are new to the space, my job is to uncover the best of the best indie singer-songwriters, musicians, bands, authors, speakers, and thought leaders from around the world and present them to you before they get discovered by the mainstream. This is the podcast you will find undiscovered talent before they hit the big time. It's what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is very special, we have Dave Conway, who is the founder of international mindset and sales training company, Conway Consulting. Serving hundreds of clients all over the world in a range of industries, Dave was a coach and sales team member for Bob Proctor. He's completed over 1,500 sales calls, led over 900 group presentations, and has hosted hundreds of workshops, closing millions in sales along the way. Dave has helped many of his clients consistently hit six figures per month with over 80% of his client base experiencing an increase in their income. We're going to dig into Dave's story today, including how he transformed from working in construction to an international coach. Ladies and gentlemen, you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today on the Dharmic Evolution Podcast from the Music City all the way to Saskatchewan, Canada to visit with Dave Conway. dave welcome to the dharmic evolution thanks for having me um it's so funny how um how people get connected in this um in this strange world that we live in now especially with a lot of video and a lot of um interaction on the web and so forth and uh, i met you through dave conway or through dave um anderson actually and uh the one of the first things i did when i was you know going through the materials and everything was, you know, I scanned everything and I saw a video about you and I didn't know anything about you. And I I was really captivated by um, your approach and what you've built and just, you know, what you imparted to your audience at that time that uh, I was compelled to reach out. And thank you so much for uh, agreeing to come and share uh, some of your life and your experiences with us here on the Dharmic Evolution. Um, So Canadian... Canadian, born and raised, and was a carpenter in a no, previous life. Not born. Life.
2: I'm born in Ireland.
1: Oh, you're born in, in Ireland. I
2: live in Canada.
1: Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, awesome. So I, I feel a sense of camaraderie because um, I grew up in the trades and was uh, for many years an electrical contractor, telecommunications contractor, and uh, you know built a business from the ground up and and know what um, those challenges are. And further along down the line, I know even more difficult is sometimes changing careers. So you have helped so many. I mean, I took apart your website um, and just it's so packed full of Mm -hmm. goodies. So I'd like to start with just um, if you wouldn't mind taking us through, like when you had that transformative experience earlier in life and you knew you, were some, you belonged someplace else and you weren't really sure. Could you just um, take us down that path of when this epiphany occurred to you and what was the um, defining moment where you started to move towards something completely different than uh, the life of a carpenter?
2: Yeah, so I think um, where it all starts is, uh, I've, I've always known that there was something else going on, I guess you could say um, like there was, there was some sort of power though sport, I always did feel that there was a power. And, uh, I think I got it from my mother. My mother has always had my back and my mom has always had a fairly, what I would consider, developed intuition. And I, 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 I was born with a fairly heightened intuition. And when I was 18 years old, my mom brought me to see a gentleman speak. And at the time she didn't know who he was. And, and I, I didn't know who he was and, uh, but never, never the last she brought me and when she brought me uh that man i'd never had anybody talk like that before in my life and it was a two hour two hour workshop and that gentleman's name was bob proctor who i would call the og the original gangster of law of attraction you know he was, you know uh he went all the way till the end and looking back those two hours what they did was they changed the direction of my life i'd never had anybody talk like that I'd never heard anybody share those kinds of ideas. And everything he was sharing, it resonated with me. I knew what he was saying was true. Then for the next 15 years, I um, ended up falling into carpentry. And that's where, you know, I talk a lot about the power suggestion. You know, every human being on the planet, they contain two things. One, they contain ideas or opinions. And the second is they contain beliefs that are behind those ideas. And every human being has them. Now, at the time when I first got uh, familiar with Bob's work, um, I didn't quite understand this, what I just said about the suggestion. Suggestion is the most powerful force in the universe. So I ended up, having an experience in my life at 21 where I lost a lot of my confidence and I just wanted to isolate, you know, like when you kind of have a life changing thing or an earth shattering thing, I lost a lot of my confidence. So what I did was I want to isolate. So I ended up getting a job driving a forklift at a lumber yard. And I would pick up the lumber. I'd open up the lumber yard at 7am and I'd pick up the lumber and I'd deliver it to the trades because it was a, they were, they were building houses on site and then shipping them on semi-trailers. And one of the framers there was like, Hey, you know, he liked me. He said, Hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you come work for me? I'll give you two more bucks an hour. So I said, okay, so I went and I uh, started work with him. Now that's the power suggestion. From that one suggestion, I got almost 15 years in construction because of that one suggestion. And around 2015, I began to really think, this was about 13 years later, I began to think like, you know, is this really what I want? I started getting very frustrated and I'd been studying the personal development for quite some time ever since I was 18, spiritual mental sciences. However, um, I wasn't getting the results. And I lived in that state for two two more years. And this idea popped in my head and it said, I wonder if Bob Proctor's still doing his thing. So I went online, I looked up, we had a thing called the paradigm shift in May of 2017. And my wife and I went down there and that was the most painful weekend of my entire life, James. Um, I was what I call top heavy. And it was the first time in my life that I truly felt I was home. But I was really scared to start to let go, because at that event he had an opportunity to become a consultant with him, he had an opportunity to become a licensed facilitator of his programs. Honest to God, I thought i died and gone to heaven, because that's what I wanted to do when I was 18. I wanted to do the work that he was doing when I saw him when I was 18. Unfortunately, I didn't actually start doing it until I was 33. So that was the biggest epiphany for me.
1: Can I ask you one thing? You, you said you were 21 and you lost your confidence. So, do you, what what was it that that made you have that feeling? What, what was there some life event that that happened? That just all of a sudden you lost your confidence? Yeah, what
2: happened was I was I was living a particular way, and I kind of came to the realization of a of a few um, behaviors and things that I, I was uh, like suffering with, and. Um, that really rattled me because eh? prior to that i was fairly extroverted i was in sales i was going out there and talk to people and I, and I did have confidence but this experience sort of rattled me It was almost like my world kind of changed i didn't really trust myself anymore you could say and i just wanted to isolate and start to work on that and i ended up getting a spiritual mentor i got a spiritual mentor's name was doug and i got a spiritual mentor to start to help me understand um the morality of life, I guess you could say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so do you think that experience like, had a, had a result in delaying your ability to, to move to Bob in a quicker time? Like if that hadn't happened, do you think you would have seized on the moment earlier? I'm just curious because it seems like um, the opportunity was there and I've experienced this myself where I was really early on something and for whatever reason, um, I can only take credit for it was my indecisiveness that I didn't follow through or something happened and you could, you could blame circumstances or whatever, but I was just curious if that may have delayed your, um, your march to this um, coaching world. I think that that's a really good question. Um,
2: I think that the meeting of Bob at 18, so from 18 to about, 20 to 20 and a half years old, I would travel around and go see Bob. So my mom would pay and we would go to Calgary, we'd go to different cities. And that's when he used to do, You, we used to go to him for the science of getting rich, the you were born rich events back when he was part of the man named John Canary. And um, I think that that started to just drip truth into me. And I started like becoming more and more aware, you know, and I remember one time I was listening to an audio around that time of Napoleon Hill. And he was talking about, you know, responsibility and stuff. And I literally, this when we had CDs. I took the CD out of the, out of the CD and I threw it out the window. (laughs) I just did not want to hear it. I really didn't. So I think what it was, James, is like, I was fascinated with the things he was saying, but was I ready for them? Yeah. And it took me three more years to start to be ready for him to like, actually go look in the mirror, you know, to really go look in the mirror at myself and whoa, I'm responsible for this. So I think in the long run it did start to slow down because I got into so much of the spiritual uh, side of things that I never really endeavored to understand the, ma- the true manifestation side of the material. Um, so I think it contributed to my healing. Could I have gotten there faster? hundred percent. Did I know that there was another direction? No. Did I actually even know what Bob was saying when I was 18? Obviously I didn't because if I did, I would have done it much faster so there's a big difference between like knowing what you're hearing and like really understanding it and truly knowing what you're hearing so it's like oh i know that do you really
1: do you really know it
2: yeah is it, so it contributes to my healing no
1: question yeah i think there's a there's a vast difference from from familiarity and knowing the subject like you know somebody said yeah well, i heard that before yeah but you you know speaking for myself I heard it, but I didn't absorb it. Like to your point, I wasn't ready, you know, that something they say the teacher arrives and or the, the student arrives when the teacher or how, how do they say it? The phrase is magically the teacher arrives when the student is ready, you know.
2: Yeah, and like when I when I did end up becoming a consultant with them, I became the number two conselling I became the number two selling consultant in the world within one year. Wow. And it was all that work that I'd done prior. I personally do believe that every human if you're a human you have healing to do <laughs> like, yeah. that's the truth <laughs> I mean, if you're a human you're alive no, no one gets out unscathed yeah <laughs> you know there's some healing to do yeah, yeah. we all have different levels of <laughs> so,
1: beat up stories you know Yeah. <laughs> so so as you as you started to get into this world did you have any idea of what the future held for you as far as how how far you could take this because um I think it's just incredible the the business you've built and and not just the business you've built but the amount of um counsel and and uh the building you're doing in the community is just I think it's just wonderful it's just really amazing and I've been kind of a part-time student of this for many many years I started back in the 80s with Tony Robbins and been to Brendan Bouchard seminars and so I've always had a fascination with this subject and only just recently started to um, carve my own path out to start helping people on a more professional level rather than just while we're out having coffee or whatever. So you know circling back to when you first got into with Bob, did you have any idea that you would be like a year from then, like the number one salesperson like in the, or number two, whatever, in the whole company and have this kind of track record?
2: My answer to that, it could be unique to most, but the answer to that is yes. I truly do believe I was put on this earth to do this work. Whether I was willing to accept it or not, whether I was aware or not at that current moment in time, I was destined, I say this, I was destined for this, S-H-I-T. I was destined for this. <laughs> I was put here to do this. Um, I've always known, I've never, had a tra- I've never had a problem believing. In 2017, when I got the It was the first time that I was aware of the opportunity that that was a reality. Once I saw it, I knew what I had. I I had been out suffering for almost 15 years at that time trying to make things work. I knew that I had something special. I I began to knew emotionally that I became what I thought about. After that event, I actually had, and I used to not share this, but I began to share it. After that event, for about three days, I had almost like an out-of-body experience. Where I was the first time in my life where I tr- truly began to observe myself. And I couldn't believe I used to live the way I lived. You know, the phone calls kept coming in. It was almost like I went down to that event in one mindset or one paradigm, and then I had an emotional impact there. And when I left, I was like, who am I? What am I? And, um, you know, what kind of, well, I couldn't believe that I spent my time and energy focused on a lot of those other things. But they kept coming in because that was my life. So that, the law of causation keeps coming. Um, no, I knew, I knew, I knew that I would take it very far, very fast. Um, and I intended on taking it even further. I did know that I never struggled with the belief of the material, which is unique. Cause a lot of people, they, they say opposite.
1: Right. What, out of all the things, and I've, I've gone through, as I said, in, in your website, looking at the different things that you have available, um, of all the things you do, and there are many, what gives you the most joy? um out of all of those things is there one particular thing that you like more more than anything else in the work yeah yeah I ha- I love
2: helping people manifest the life that they want that is what I love um we're very powerful we're a spiritual being we have an intellect we live in a physical body You see, there's a side of us that's infinite, and there's a side of us that's finite. The spiritual and mental side is infinite. The physical side of us is finite. So as we start to tap into that infinite side of us, you can really and truly manifest what you want. Now, there's a lot of ignorance in the world around the ideas around manifestation. One of the biggest um, delusions or illusions of the manifestation word or the industry is that you can have something for nothing. There's nothing in this universe that permits something for nothing. It's actually something for everything. Because every right. time you choose one thing, you sacrifice everything else. Like here I am speaking with you, but I could be out on the on the on the lawn doing cartwheels, I could be going for a jog, I could be going for a bike ride, I could be practicing handstands, I could be drinking a coffee, I could be doing whatever the heck. I've given up every other thing for this. Everything in nature demands a sacrifice. Everything in the universe demands a sacrifice so I would say this to any listener that is thinking about getting into manifestation be very weary of the message or the messenger that's claiming something for nothing because true manifestation starts with manifesting a new image of yourself manifesting a new version as you manifest a new version of yourself the outside world will just begin to reflect that you don't need to worry about the outside you need to start getting more concerned about the inside person, the per- person, the person. And I loved helping
1: people with that. How do most people respond to that? Um, uh, I've got this so dialed in and I'm, a, I'm actually a student and a fan of all the things you're speaking about. Um, there's a lot of parallel paradigms here, but do people get into almost um, shock or just such surprise? When you, you know, when you start to develop or tell them they have to develop their mindset?
2: I used to attract more people that wanted the something for nothing. You know, I remember this one time I had a lady, uh, I did a sales call. So I've done over 10,000 coaching calls now. And um, I had this one lady I was doing a coaching call with. And uh, she basically, to sum it up, she said she wanted everything. She had huge goals. She wanted everything, but she wanted to, serve no one and and give nothing and I said well (laughs) I said so I said well I said I said well maybe I might not be a fit for you okay because I'm thinking you have to serve many and change everything and give a lot uh (laughs) then you can receive so but I did say this where I said but if you do find someone that can actually show you how to do that i'd like their number two because i'd hire them as well you know <laughs> if you can find me a person that can make me a, a gazillionaire and i don't have to change anything change nothing and serve nobody um i said i'll hire them too uh how do they react you know i think a lot of times i think inside we all know we could do better yeah. we, we we do know that you know um a lot of my workshops i'll ask uh and during the workshop i'll ask people and i'll say Who here has a feeling that and knows that they're destined for something greater? And every person raises their hand. Every person raises their hand. We all know that there's something bigger inside wanting to express itself. Now, that's the universe. That's that's the modus operandi of spirit wants to express. We just do a really great job of suppressing that. So as you start to hold people to higher levels of accountability, as you start to inform people and educate people on what they are and what it means to be a spiritual being and what it means to have a mind, um, I find that a lot of people just are
1: become very excited about the idea, usually excited and scared at the same time. So, so that covers mindset, but then how about, um, what's the most crippling thing that you've found um, that somebody comes to you that they just feel like they're in such desperate trouble and they're almost like afraid they're going to fail before they even start. Is there one particular thing that um, occurs over and over or is it all over the place? No, it's it's we only have one problem and it's ignorance. Okay.
2: So what we want to understand is that... Um, you, there's there's two kinds of people in the world there's inspired and there's uninspired just two and it's the thoughts we have that control that feeling or emotion most people do not have goals if you were to ask me dave what's the saddest thing you've ever seen in, in your life my answer would be, James, the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life is that we know very little about ourselves. You see, we can go right through the educational system and literally come out knowing nothing about ourselves. I'll start many of my workshops, and I'll ask, who here is aware that they're in possession of a human mind? And everybody, like, you know, raises their hand or giggles, like, oh, like, who is this guy? <laughs> you know, like, what, who, 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 what kind of guy did you bring in here? Like, what a stupid question. Of course I am. <laughs> then I ask them, What does it mean? What does it mean to be in possession of a human mind? Crickets. You see, we intuitively know that we become what we think about. The problem is, we rarely ever think about what we want. The biggest problem that I experience, and if you ask me, Dave, what's the hardest thing you do every day? The hardest thing I do every day, James, is to help people actually understand what I'm saying. That is without question the hardest thing. Because we don't have any confidence. Why don't we have any confidence? Because we don't have an infinite power. We give lip service to the words like God, Creator, support, love. That's lip service. When you start getting into the core of a person, you'll find that it's not there. Why? We don't understand ourselves.
1: So when you're in a room, why don't and, we understand
2: ourselves?
1: I'm sorry. So when you're in a room, um do you have because I you know, you're very intuitive from the stage, can you immediately realize who I got to and who I didn't? Like can you see through the faces? Can you see like can you get it like yeah. who's who's really understanding and who's not?
2: 100%.
1: Yeah and and how about room size dave like what is the best room size for you to is it 100 people is it 50 people is it like where you connect the best for this kind of this kind of work
2: i'm thinking i i'm thinking i can do the business at any level wow any room size yeah any room size if you can get people thinking and then you leave them space to think, you see, the imagination needs time to catch up. So what happens with a lot of people is they'll just talk to people, but they don't pause or anything. The imagination needs two, three seconds to start to process or catch up. it moves very fast, very, very fast. And as you start to get people to ask questions of themselves, you'll find that it's already inside. They know the answers to them. Do you think you can do better? of course do you feel you're destined for something greater without a question do you feel like you're that you're inadequate yes well that's kind of weird so you're the greatest thing in the world and you're also just a little worm it's we're it's not easy being a human being i'm surprised most of us even survive (laughs) like when i go the other side i'll be asking you know uh, whoever runs the pearly gates up there i'll be saying come on man like that didn't seem very fair like what's the chances what's the chances of winning really? We have to manage the spiritual component, we have to manage the intellect, we have to manage the the world money relationships, people. that's ridiculous.
1: well, fortunately, God's very forgiving <laughs> um <laughs> you know you're you're a bit of a maverick. I noticed that even in the first video I saw you in um you are very measured with your pauses, and I said, this is really. So um, it's just a wonderful uh, path away from people interrupting each other all over the media. It's like it's gotten to be like almost a three ring circus. Like people just cutting each other off left and right to get the more syllables in. (laughs) You'd think there was a contest, but I noticed that pattern that you have, and and I said, this is very purposeful, and it's very, um, it's it it actually. It's inspiring because it's allowing, like you said, people to think and and get caught up with what did he just say rather than just go on to the next thing. So how did you develop that? When did you um, first realize that this is something you should be doing and start incorporating that into um, your wisdom? If you would like to receive a complimentary, no obligation, coaching strategy session with me, reach out to me at james at the com. Now let's get back to the master, Dave Conway.
2: I've been blessed with what I believe some of the greatest mentors in the world. Some of them are famous, for example, a Bob Proctor, some are celebrity status, a Bob Proctor Um Steve Sebold and Don, who run the Bill Gove Workshop, for speaking. Um, I've been blessed with just some world-class mentors. But not all my mentors that are world-class are world-famous. And I've attracted some very interesting people into my life. Very, very interesting. And a lot of my mentors, actually, uh, not just Bob that was over 80 years old, but I had another Mentor uh, and I have another mentor named Jane, who's also over 80. I think she's 83. And she used to be a uh, Shakespearean actress. Her uh, grandparents were Dame Sybil Thorndike and Sir Louis Casson. So I think they were knighted by Elizabeth's, uh late Elizabeth's um, uh, dad. And they began, she began to teach me a lot about relaxing, about how the mind actually functions, um, imagination, how it needs space to catch up, how to transfer energy, not just consciously, but subconsciously, because we can actually transfer images right into each other. Um, so it's mentorship that's helped me to develop and refine these things. And then I'll always test. So I'll always test something out. I am open to experience. I'm open to experiment. Sorry. I'll experiment with an idea and I'll give that idea a really good shake. So for example, right now I am studying, Uh, the same article, and I'll be studying it every day for 30 to 60 minutes till New Year's Eve. And I'm going to give this idea a really damn good shake. And I will hold on, even when the outside world maybe isn't reflecting what I'm thinking or isn't quite uh, supporting what I'm doing, I I will hold on until I prove it that it's wrong. And I have a strong suspicion it will not be proved wrong. But I, oh, when I dedicate to an idea, I dedicate to it. I give it a solid shape to prove that it works or it doesn't work. Too often, we abandon ideas too fast. And one of the biggest things that contributes to my client's success, um, and uh, my client's success is I've n- never seen it anywhere in the world. I've never seen it in any mentorship. The, my client's uh, results are, it's like freaky. It's like freak levels, what happens the reason that my clients have such amazing success is because we form a thing called the study habit. There's only one way to start to gather understanding and is through study. So all of our mentorship is steeped in repetition. When you combine systematic study with elite level mentorship, that is the secret to starting to make quantum leaps in a, in a, in a person's life. Because what mentorship is, is mentorship is very simple. It's two things. One is the transference of ideas. Okay, I give you an idea, now it's yours. The second is the transference of belief. Now, the interesting thing is, is that every human being on the planet is full of ideas and they're full of beliefs. And most people don't have a mentor. So what happens is, everyone becomes their mentor. So they absorb their environment. Another thing about the mind is the mind starts thinking about the mind like a sponge. So what the mind does is it absorbs its environment. And the environment is full of two things, ideas and energy. So we walk around and we just take it in and we have a we have a tendency you know birds of a feather flock together but we have a tendency of harmonizing with people that are in our in resonance with the ideas and beliefs in our mind so they make us
1: comfortable so may i ask that's probably not a good thing because you're you're um inhaling things that are not good for you for lack of a better explanation uh not necessarily um You know, it's like if you're hanging around the wrong crowd. Like as a teenager, um, you get influenced by those ideas that are not necessarily good for you. And and we're not. Some of us are not that different when we're adults. We're, um, you know, and I've I've shared this on some of my shows and you know doing different things about how. You know you run into that neighbor who is um you haven't seen him in five years and there they're they're complaining about the same damn things and wearing the same clothes and telling the same stories and saying why (laughs) doesn't my life get any better because it's what you're putting out and and uh so you know you you just described that everybody is our mentor um i guess you install the filters then what
2: you want to do, if all a person did, if, if an individual feels that they'd like to make a change. Now, that doesn't mean they're ready to make a change. But if they have a desire to make a change, what we have to understand is that if all you did for the rest of your life was get yourself around people that have what you want, that are doing what you want, at the level you'd like to do it, which is your environment, if all you did was just keep getting into environments that, that pulled you, that keep tapping into your potential, that were, have higher standards, that even in the beginning, when you come into them, you might be embarrassed. You know, when I first saw Bob, when I first started working with Bob, I, I, I was, we were doing a six-day event in Toronto called The Matrix, and when I went there, I didn't even own a suit. And I remember the night before, when people were going down, picking up their little, uh, their little gift bags or whatever, they were all dressed very nice. And I was very embarrassed now I was a carpenter. So what the hell do I need a suit for? I don't need a suit. <laughs> Why would you wear a suit? Just destroy the darn thing. <laughs> so I went to the mall that night and I told us I bought two suits and I had to borrow, I did rub, I had to use two credit cards to get these darn suits. So I bought two suits, six shirts. Cause it's a six day event, I bought two shoots, two, sh- sorry, two suits, six shirts, six pocket squares and six ties. And I wore the same suit three times you know one day and i'd alternate but i changed the, the shirt and the tie because i was so embarrassed by the way that i'd shown up that i knew that i couldn't show up the next day like that like i couldn't like i saw them and uh and i said to the guys like i need these by 9 a.m tomorrow I said i can't get you those i said look man i need them by 9 a.m tomorrow morning i said i need them and i'll be here right when you open he said okay and he did it for me i don't remember his name but god bless him yeah. And we want to start getting environments of higher levels. We want to start getting environments that make us uncomfortable. We don't like being comfortable, so we always will gravitate to things that make us comfortable. And as many will know intellectually, oh, you know, they'll say, you know, if you're um, if you're too comfortable, the comfort zone is there's no growth. Now we know that intellectually, but are you actually getting uncomfortable? Right. Are you getting around people that almost you're embarrassed or you're shameful or something just being in their presence? You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I feel you. I mean, and it takes a leap of faith and and courage to do that. And uh, I've been I've been kind of lucky to do that. I mean, if I really make up my mind, but sometimes I need a push, and I'll get it from wherever I can. You know, I'll I'll manufacture it, but I'll but I'll do it. And but a lot of people, like you said, they will not do it um, unless they're held feet to the fire by a coach, a mentor, or somebody that's going to hold them accountable the secret is desire. You have to desire
2: the life you want more than the life you have. And you, you have to be willing to do whatever you've got to do to move the needle. So when you ask me, well, you know, what's one thing when, when you share these ideas with someone, or let's say someone, someone's really up against it right now, for example, you've got to pump the desire. You got to create a space. That person might be the first time in your life that, They've ever experienced a person that really believes in them, that really gave them real hope. You know, I remember one time I was on a coaching call. I said it was actually a sales call, and when I got on the call, I knew within five seconds, ten seconds, that this lady had no money. And her name was Carmen Diaz, not Cameron Diaz, but Carmen <laughs> Diaz. I think the I think the universe, the creator, actually <laughs> made that name, so I'd never forget it. Her name was Carmen Diaz. Now, my first instinct was to um just cut the call short you know my first because hey I know this isn't going anywhere and honest to God James this voice came in and it said this call is not for you it's for her and I gave that Carmen Diaz a 10 out of 10. And I've given every person I've ever met since that day a 10 out of 10. You see, it's not about the getting, it's about the giving. And when, after that call, I've started within the next 18 months, I start to make a million dollars a year.
1: Excuse me, what is a 10 out of 10? What what do you mean by that? I'm not following that. Highest
2: level you're that you can possibly give to a person wow. whatever
1: your 10 out of 10 is yeah you have
2: given the best of your ability to that person you're not into the okay. getting you're into the giving right so when I knew she had no money I knew this call wasn't going to end in a sale so my first my first reaction was give this lady a 2 out of 10 and then reflect back to her is what I would be doing I'd be reflect. she lived a 2 out of 10 life right so I would reflect that back to her just another experience for her to reflect that life is a 2 out of 10 but no what is if was if i gave her an experience of 30 minutes of a 10 out of 10 that could change your life and we got to understand something we don't get paid from people we get paid through them we don't get paid from them we get paid through them if we want our income to change if we want our life to change we have to begin to give on the frequency that is in harmony with the receiving of that it's not rocket science you know, a lot of people, they go out there and a lot of people struggle with a goal. Most people are goalless people. That—that That is the truth, okay? They don't have a real goal that really turns them on, that they're willing to just run, you know, jump through the wall for. So when you set a goal, the next question you need to ask yourself is, who is the man, woman, or person that has it? And this is the part that's true manifestation. Because the truth is that every human being on the planet is already manifesting their own life. They're already doing, that's why the world's so chaotic because they're manifesting all their insecurities too. Every human is already a master manifester. They just haven't mastered manifesting what they want. so they don't know how.
1: Okay, so how do they get to that? In like one short sentence? Systematic study with an elite level mentor. Okay.
2: Action-based, action-based mentorship action-based that's what I was missing for all those years so when I was like 20 2021 20, where I wasn't getting mentored by Bob anymore I was just listening to the audios by myself and I, what I was doing is my paradigm was just processing everything my self-image was just processing all the information so wasn't there I I, I had one one core belief that work working hard was going to get me what I wanted so everything I did all the information oh I'll just work harder. or I'll work hard with that information oh I'll work on that idea
1: never worked because, until i start getting true mentorship okay so so there was a there's a step there where you you really ingest it into your dna into your psyche and is that through the mentorship and somebody just holding your feet to the fire and saying action step you failed on this you didn't even do anything what would you know what's going on yeah so
2: not necessarily like you failed or anything like that no it's accountable to certain things Now, um, I hope I say this in a way that just clicks for for, uh, your audience. If you want something to change, all you have to do is study that thing. If you want something to expand in your life, begin to study that thing. If you want to implement more gratitude, if you heard that gratitude is a great thing that can change your life, begin to study it, but begin to study it in a repetitive fashion. Maybe read the same uh, chapter of a book over and over and over and over and over. You know, when I became aware of the power that decision has in a human being's life and in my life, I began to study it. And I studied every day for 18 months. I will stay on an idea like a dog on a bone until when? Until I feel that that idea is a part of me. So you want to study three things. The first thing, is you got to study powerful information because powerful information is suggestion okay that's number one the second thing you want to start to study is yourself if people only knew how incredible they really are they would never say the things about themselves or others that they say never and the third is you got to study yourself in relation to the information
1: that's um you're hitting on something that i've been really um studying diligently over the last couple of months which is um the power of your words and how you know self-deprecation and things like that you know i used to do that very comically you know but then i realized you know i'm i'm attacking my own character at at times and i'm not consciously focusing on what i'm saying and how powerful the words can be and i've been trying to impart that to people to um to really you know edit their language in a way that you're doing things that are you know transformative in a in a way that is uh, embellishing rather than destructive it's
2: like um Be careful what you say because you're listening.
1: Yeah. Good one.
0: Simple.
1: I want to ask you real quick about, um, I I wanted to get these in just for the people who, um, I'd like you folks who are listening uh, to go to um, Dave's website and check it out. And of course, we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, But you have the One Sale a Day Club and then you have fusion mastermind and then you have full control mastermind could you just touch on on what those are about so you know anybody listening can go and check it out and see what that's all about sure so full control mindset or full control mastermind
2: is a mentorship that i created to help a person begin to take full control over their thinking it's it's established upon the foundation that you and i become what we think about so if we start to change the ideas, if we start to take full control over the mind, that is how a person's life starts to change. So the primary premise of the full control mastermind is first and foremost to get a goal that really pulls that infinite part of you out. Okay, well, we need to understand that the goals are not to get, they're to grow. And they're to grow into that person. And the second part of it is to help a person construct a new self-image. The self-image of the man, woman or person that is producing that life. You know, you got to start pursuing your goals like your life dependent on it. Because the truth is is that the it does. Yeah. Now, it might not be the life you have, but it is the life that the goal produces. And I like to look at goal setting um almost like a snow globe, you know those like cute little snow globes? Yeah. My daughters have, when I sneak in the rooms, I still like to play with them, and I'm 38. <laughs> it's it's, it's so addictive. <laughs> it is. It's addictive. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So, it's like this. Do it like this. The globe is the glass. That Sorry, the goal is the glass. Inside every goal is a lifestyle. So, that's like the little village in there. But inside every lifestyle, there's a person living it. True manifestation starts with the rec- recreation Be renewed by the transformation of your mind, by the renewal of your mind. Be transformed by the renewal of the mind. So as you start to alter that, you'll find your life starts to change. So that's the primary premise of Full Control Mastermind. One one Sale a Day Club is for high ticket entrepreneurs and high ticket salespeople. And I go hardcore into mindset. Of course I do because mindset is the foundation of everything. But I also start to help people become a master salesperson training master sales
1: right and how is it how how is that done is that done like uh group coaching or how 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 is that you know administered
2: and yeah yeah great question so um all of our coaching is boutique coaching so there's a spine to it all there's a self-study component and a group uh, study component however there's boutique because the things you struggle with what i what i have to work with you on are different than what i'd have to work with lucy on for example right so, you have your main spine, but then there's a customization to the spine. Boutique coaching, without question, closer touch point coaching is the key to altering a person's uh, chances of achievement. Because just buying the programs, it don't really work. It may work for some, but that's because they're already wired up like that. Yeah. And it's just it's like me, those 15 years was me just processing all the information through my own paradigm, no real mentor no 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 one really helped me guide me through it it's just me reading it and i'd process it through it so the boutique coaching all my mentorships are boutique coaching all of them Uh, and then the third one is fusion mastermind which is my my highest level you can get uh, with me outside of one-on-one coaching obviously Um, but fusion mastermind is a spiritually based uh, mentorship and it is for people, for entrepreneurs that at a minimum want to earn $100,000 a month or are open to that and are prepared to rely on their mind and imagination for everything. Any person that has been in Fusion Mastermind for over two years, every single one of them has crossed 100000 a
1: month. Wow. What a track record. Incredible.
2: Unbelievable. I never seen anything like it.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. And I I noticed um, your lovely wife is in the business with you doing and she's from an entertainment background, which I got excited about. As a singer songwriter, (laughs) I said, Oh, wow, this feels like home, you know. So, uh, so did you guys both get to get into this space like at the same time? Or, or how did that? How did that work where you both ended up here? Because I think it's really, I think it's really great that you're both involved in this.
2: So, yeah i do too yeah. so the i've always i've always been into the spiritual stuff always been into the spiritual mental science it's always been i don't know that's just uh i've it's always turned me on always excited me you know even when i was 21 years old i'd be going to mass all the time i used to go to mass three four times a week on my own like my mom didn't even have to force me i well, went <laughs> i loved going there i you know <laughs> um there was one time where i uh so one time where i actually had this feeling when I, when I was I was like man am i meant to be a priest or something and i really <laughs> didn't want to be one so right. what i did was i went around i called i got a hold of three priests and i went and met with them and i asked the first guy you know am i supposed to be a priest and i didn't really like his answer and then i met with the second one and i said you know I, am i meant to be a priest and i didn't really like his answer and then the third priest i met i remember sitting in his uh, in his office with him and i was telling him and i said um, how did you know you wanted to be a priest and he said oh i just knew and he said, why, do you want to be one? And I said, no. And He said, oh, then you're probably not meant to be one. I was like, oh, God, thank God. I just, <laughs> Relief. I just, thank you, God. For it. <laughs> um, so I, I've always been into this stuff for a while. So when Jack and I first got married, I want to be clear about this. Jack, my wife, is not my partner in Conway Consulting because she's my wife. She's my partner in it because she's a world-class marketer. Yeah. It took me two years Two years to try and to sell her into coming over with me. Two years it took me to sell her. I know a lot of people start business just because they're your partner or your brother or your spouse or whatever that whatever it is. That's not a good enough reason. You need someone that has the skills to do it. So in the beginning, I um, for the first seven years of our marriage, I would what I consider I, I walked alone in a lot of ways. The spiritual stuff was um, kind of mine. We never shared that, and. After we saw we went to see Bob in twenty seventeen, that's what really started to open open us up and our relationship is one of the most beautiful relationships I've personally ever observed or witnessed. And um we 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 move forward in everything together now. So it's been nothing but a blessing. But I did walk alone for a while uh in that and now yeah, she's she uh she's everything that um she's everything that I'm not. That's why I got her got her involved. It's she great. likes doing everything that I don't like. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's fantastic. Yeah, I was, um, you know, I thought the the way you presented everything on the website, it was um, it was just I I, I want people to go to uh, it's uh, Conway dot consulting. Is that the website? Yeah, so, yeah, no dot com, just Conway Yeah, that's a great handle too. Um, so folks, go there, please, and um, you know, I found it very intriguing because um, when I started looking at. Uh, what your wife is doing Jack uh, I was like wow it's just such synergy between the two of you the way you know she's doing the marketing and all these other things and you're doing you know more on the on the coaching and teaching side but uh, just just fantastic so uh, congratulations um, as we're wrapping up Dave because I don't want to um, you know overstay my welcome or I'll never be welcome to stay over so um, <laughs> any <laughs> any <laughs> last per, uh, parting words. That you would like to say to our audience, um, anything at all, uh, if you want to just do a shout out or anything. And as I said, we'll put uh, all of your information into the show notes and um, please just give us a send off, if you would. Uh, If you would ask me, um, well, it's one
2: idea I'd like to convey to everybody, if I could just give one message. Um, There's a part of you that's infinite. You see, our biggest problem is expressing it. We suppress ourselves too much. We have to learn to express ourselves. We have to learn to tap into and get to know ourselves. We know so little about ourselves. What it means to have a mind, what it means to be a human being. What does that really mean? What it means to have an imagination, what it means to be able to think, what it means to be able to serve other people. What does it mean to me that this pen drops like that just from one hand to another? What does that really mean? And all energy is governed by law. So you're going to find that thought is energy. So I, I personally want to remove the mysteriousness or the mysticism from manifestation because everything manifests perfectly by law. We just have to start to know the laws. So as you start to get to know yourself, as you take time with yourself, Take 30 minutes every day just to sit and think and be with your goal. Go sit with yourself. Start to think about your goals. Go build relationship with your goals. You will find that your life will, by law, start to change.
1: And it's a beautiful thing. And you've proved that um, to a fault. Unbelievable. Hey, Dave, uh, I just want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your family, your career, and... Um, Uh, It's just a pleasure to have you on the Dharmic Evolution. So um, I'm sure our paths will cross again soon. So thank you so much. Thank you, James. Well, did that rock your world or what? Make sure you go over to conway.consulting. The link is in the show notes. And take a look at the website that Dave has developed. And if you're ready for transformation in your life, he is the man. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage.
0: Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find. Freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby won't you take a ride with me Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on, maybe, baby, baby you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on, we can untangle Destiny I taste the breeze of freedom It's tingling on my tongue Lock each other's destiny. I'll take your places that you've never seen. I'll take your places that you never dreamed. I'll take your places. that were pictures in your mind. I'll take your places.